0: Hello and welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me, with your host Matthew Roberts. (coughs) This is series 2 episode 142 uh, for this year and we are going to move into uh, another part of our Come Follow Me study for this week. We are (coughs) covering May the 18th to May the 24th, Mosiah chapters 25 to 28, they were called the people of God. And we are moving into the next script, personal scripture study section, which uh, is covering Mosiah chapter 27, verses 8 to 37. All men and women must be born again. Now, this will take us a couple of episodes, so stay tuned over Thursday and Friday for this one, uh, because there is a lot uh, within this. We've also missed out a few verses at the start of verse uh, chapter t- chapter th- 27. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, I think we'll just do what we can with this. Uh, the story of Alma the Younger is uh, obviously a great um in event in the Book of Mormon. And it's one which we can learn a lot from. And I like how the manual, let's just start with that. It says, um, as you read about Alma's experience found in Mosiah 27, 8 to 37, you might try putting yourself in his place. You aren't trying to destroy the church, but you can surely think of things about yourself that you need to change. Who, like Alma's father, is supporting you and praying for you with much faith? And it continues on. What I love about this is that it's trying to get us to think about Alma the Younger as a relatable person. The fact of the matter is, is that many of us will not ever be like Alma as the vilest of sinners. Um, you know, we many of us will not are not going about to try and destroy the church. And um, as we find out later, um, you know, kill people's spirituality, uh, it's a really, uh, it's a very, Significant thing that he and his and his and the sons of Mosiah are doing, uh, amongst other people, uh, and so there is a great and amount of iniquity that's going on here, and so we sometimes think that, or at least I sometimes feel that this story of Alma is quite an extreme. That none of us really are ever, you know, to the point that Alma was, and so therefore none of us really have to go to the extent of redemption that Alma did. However, we all do have redemption that we have to go through. We all have to come and change our hearts and turn to the Saviour more. Uh, And so let us consider how this can apply to us, even if it is, you know, quite an extreme situation. Um, In verse 10, it says, And now it came to pass that while he was going about to destroy the church of God, for he did go about secretly with the sons of Mosiah, seeking to destroy the church and to lead astray the people of the Lord, contrary to the commandments of God or even the king. so we'll just pause there in that verse, Uh, Alma and and the sons of Mosiah are going about seeking to destroy the church. What I find interesting is that he's doing it secretly. Um, I don't know what part of this is secret. I mean, obviously we know that Alma's father and others were praying for Alma and the sons of Mosiah. So, you know, it's not that it was a complete secret that he was, um, against or not following the doctrine of, of Christ, but, Um, he's going about to try and destroy the church secretly, um, to destroy the church. So perhaps the extent of what they are doing is not fully known. It's not made very clear, but what is clear is that he is, and he and the sons of Mosiah are going about making these choices. And so something has to happen. Otherwise he's going to continue and go further and further. And it reminds us that it's important that we stay humble rather than being humbled by events that have to happen to us to help us be humble. Um, because, you know, I think that um, if we are humble with the Lord and that we remember always the impact that he has in our lives, then therefore he's going to be able to help us more rather than have to, um, you know, jump jump forward and and make these things happen like it does to Alma. Hartman Rector Jr. said this, quote, giving us weakness, however, is one of the Lord's way of getting our attention. He says this is the means he uses to make us humble, but he also says that if we will come unto him and have faith in him, he will make us strong wherein we, are, we were weak. I know this is the truth. There are numerous examples in the scriptures that vividly illustrate this principle. Alma and the sons of Mosiah in the Book of Mormon, Peter and Paul in the Bible, just to name a few. Alma was going about tearing down the church until he met an angel who turned him around and made him one of the greatest missionaries we have on record in the Book of Mormon, close quote. So, you know, we, we are invited to be humbled. Uh, and as we know, we are given weakness that we may be humble. In Ether 12, we will be reading about that. And, um, you know, <laughs> Alma obviously has a number of weaknesses or faults here. Uh, and so we need to remember think about our faults and our weaknesses and say, well, what are our faults? What do we need to work on? What can we try and repent of today and come to the sacrament table either on Sunday or whenever it is, we will be partaking the sacra- of the sacrament next. Just for context, we are still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, although we have had some news on that recently, and I might um, make some comments on that uh, in the next few days. Um, but... Um, you know, what are we trying to think about the ways that we need to change so that we can then be made strong in those areas? Uh, Because that's an important principle. In verse 11, it says, and as I said unto you, as they were going about rebelling against God, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto them and he descended as if it were in a cloud and spake as it were with a voice of thunder, which caused the earth to shake upon which they stood. Now let's picture this. We have a huge event. Okay. The angel has appeared. He Appears in front of these people these these um, men, and he speaks with a voice of thunder. Now, obviously, you know we could question, you know, why certain things like this. Why why is it that Alma and uh, the sons of Mosiah had to experience this, and why did the with the angel speak with a voice of thunder? Uh, Book of Mormon Central published a no why on this uh, number one hundred and five. Why did the angel speak to Alma with a voice of thunder? Um, and I guess you know. In, when you think about many contexts in Near Eastern and Mesoamerican perspectives, a lot of deities or, or gods or, or, you know, these kind of all powerful beings are depicted as mighty warriors or, ha- or have, you know, access to lightning and fiery maces such as the Greek god Zeus uh, with his um, power of thunder. Or you think of uh, in um, the north Norse theology with um, Thor being the god of thunder and all these things. Thunder is obviously meant to be a representation of power. Uh, and so for this to happen it is quite uh, relevant, really. Uh, and is not surprised to see that the angel uses this voice of thunder to get the message across that God is power. Uh, and, you know, if this causes them to really stop and think, Perhaps, you know, if you hadn't spoken with the voice of thunder, they maybe would have been too far gone to stop and reflect on these things. But um, with Alma and the Sons of Mosiah, it was clearly needed to shake them up and stop Alma uh, Alma, Alma and the Sons of Mosiah in their tracks to show them just how, you know, much they needed a stronger foundation than the one that they had right now. And that thunder literally shook them to the core. And if they were built on a foundation of the saviour, then perhaps they would have been stronger and they were... Obviously, taught this by the angel that they needed to stop this now. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing of what the angel said, but I um, and I'm not going to read about how there were others praying for for Alma um, because there is another section on that later on in this manual. So we will talk about that later. Um, but what is interesting is that in verse 16, he says, Go and remember the captivity of my fathers in the land of Helam, and in the land of Nephi, remember how great things he has done for them, for they were in bondage, and he has delivered them. And now I say unto the Alma, Go thy way, and seek to destroy the church no more, that their prayers may be answered, and this, even thou if thou wilt of thyself be cast off. It's interesting ending to what the angel says and obviously read it for yourself because I can't read it all in its entirety for the sake of time. But what is interesting is that at the end he says a couple of things. He says, remember how his father or his fathers were in bondage in Helam and in the land of Nephi and how the Lord delivered them and then go and destroy the church no more simply so that the prayers of others may be answered. It it seems that first of all he says, look, you know, you need to remember this, these principles of deliverance. Why did he need to remember the deliverance the Lord offered his fathers? Because in a moment, he is about to go through a very serious spiritual struggle for the salvation and deliverance of his soul. Uh, So I think that's very relevant for us, you know, think about how we are delivered. Uh, But then, which is, of course, what the whole Book of Mormon is about, as we remember uh, from Nephi's first chapter, way back at the start. But also, yeah, you know, the angel seems to say, and after all this, you know, just stop because others are really struggling with this. And even if you, you know, aren't that bothered to be saved, we need, to, I, I need to protect these people. Uh, Dennis L. Largy uh, said this, quote, mortal parents who make their own best efforts to reach their children can invoke divine assistance through prayer. For all scriptures unite in testifying that God answers prayers. Perhaps the Lord does send angels, but angels of a different sort. Inspired teachers, friends, bishops, home teachers, scout leaders, and others can serve the same function as angels from above. These embodied angels, inspired by the Holy Ghost, are sent by the Lord to assist and to love, Close quote. You know, there is a, a lot of um, lessons we can draw from this about the impact that we have. And with many stories in the scriptures, we can play different roles at different times. There may be times that we are like Alma, where we need to make some changes. There may be times where we are like... Alma, the elder, and the others who pray uh, to have, you know, Alma wake up and see what he's doing. There may be times that we may be like the angel, and we are the ones who are sent down to speak with that voice of thunder and remind the the people who are falling astray the great blessings that are available uh, and the deliverance uh, on offer from their temptations, their trials, and their suffering through the Savior. We are going to have to pause there. It's it's just gone past 10 minutes. uh, So, Please join us tomorrow as we continue with this experience. We may even end up going into Friday and uh, to Saturday with this because there's just so much to learn here. But um, I'm grateful uh, for the time you spent, you've spent. you spent to listen today. Please share your thoughts at ldsstudysession at gmail.com. And of course, you can join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.